Amen. Amen. Now this month is our month of new level. And this morning I'm speaking on the topic strategic keys for new level. Strategic keys for new level. Isaiah chapter 62, the verse 1 to 9. Yeah, brother Michael Gass also come for second service. So let him be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Once I start with you, you are for second service. Isaiah 62 from verse 1. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamb that burneth. Zion, see, me, na Jerusalem, we intimate to know who did, who sent it to me, ebe pia et se haina, ne mkwadje adeti se ujatin. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory and thou shalt be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord shall name. A man ebe hun wotrene, na ahene e hun weni onyam, na wadi edin fufro ebe frew, e dian e radi ankasa anon ene betre. Thou shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Wubeye abotre fe fe e radi ensem, ne ahimotre a unyankop, ne ahimotre e wo unyankopon ensem. Verse 4. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate, but thou shalt be called Hephzibah, and thy land Beulah, for the Lord delighted in thee, and thy land shall be married. Wonka se, woye oba wapu ubiyum, na wonka se, wasase eya amanfu ubiyum, wabe frewo menichie ewe nimu, na wafrewo, for as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Senia abrantie eware obebuno, sa ena woma ebe ware wo. Na senia ayifukunu edi ayifrohu ehusieno, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. We shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep no silence. Jerusalem, made the awen for esisi wa fesuoso. Da ewia eni anajunyana wonyekoum. Mua mobo eradidin yana monshe ena mua nyekoum. And give him no rest. Till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Mumma aunt na hodin kosi se odi Jerusalem ebesi hopinti na aye aye ye e wana sasi. Verse eight: The Lord has sworn by His right hand and by the arm of His strength. Surely, I will no more give thy corn to be meat for thy enemies, and the sons of the stranger shall not drink thy wine. For the which thou hast labored. A radi adin in Senifa and any basadin den I can tam say. May for we dear ne emma watan fu beam. Na a ho and so en nom and sanfufro awa brehum beam. Verse nine. 
But they that have gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord. And they that have brought it together shall drink it in the courts of my holiness. Now please come with me to First Chronicles chapter 4, the verse 9 and 10. First Chronicles chapter 4, the verse 9 and 10. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. Maybe let me read from the verse 8. I think it will make proper sense. And cause begat Anub, and so Beba, and the families of Ahahil, the son of Harum. <laughs> verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. First Chronicles chapter 4, please. Chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4. Okay. Because Emma, any Anum, any Sobeba, any Harum, Ma, Ayum, Emusia, Nayabes, any Yam Essin, any Anum, any Nemami. Verse 10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thy hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. And May the Lord add his blessing upon the reign of his word and how shall see. Amen. Amen. I'm speaking on the topic strategic keys for new level. There were a few things that I was sharing with those who came for the Warzone Prayer Clinic on Friday, and I want to expand it this morning. And I'm trusting God that I'll be able to finish what I want to share. If I don't finish, I'll stop whatever the time allows me and then continue another time. Now in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, when you start from the verse 1, you will see that Bible or the writer was telling us about the families of or people in the family of Jabez. So it will tell us this one begat this and this begat this and this begat this and they did not say any particular thing about any particular person in the family until they got to Jabez. 
Say, walking Kaibra, so some woman decay, it's in nine non chichemuba, quenneba. We must not trust them no eka, suffer, a musia, a hood, and as a jabo, a busia, four, and home. Now walk away, we way, way, we way. Now so bounce a one shut down, come will be potty, and once them could see so be drew Jabez. But when the writer got to Jabez, the writer recognized that Jabez did something that was significant, which he had to write. And the writer wanted us to understand that Jabez became more honorable than his brethren. Jabez did something that caused him to become more honorable and recognized than his brethren. Jabez, a ye be bea, a bema, where ye will be a needier one, and Hopana, ye who no essence in Indian women. Because Jabez had his level changed. Essence said Jabez, named Pempin, so an any DBS. Bible makes us understand that the name his mother gave to him was Jabez, which means pain. It meant pain or sorrow or struggling. So Jabez realized that as he was coming up as a young man, something was working against him and trying to bring him down in life. When Jabez looked at his life, he had all the qualifications that could make him a great man, but Jabez realized that he was struggling in life. Jabez said, Maybe Jabez had gone to school, he was very intelligent. Jabez was very hardworking, but somehow Jabez recognized that he was still struggling in life. But one thing that we recognized was that Jabez felt very uncomfortable in the level he found himself. Jabez was dissatisfied with the condition and level and the state he found himself in. And Jabez wanted to see a change in his level and in his situation. I'm speaking on strategic keys for new level. And the first key I want you to know, if you are writing this, write this. Until you become dissatisfied, 
or uncomfortable with the level you find yourself in now you cannot move on to a new level until you become dissatisfied or uncomfortable with the level you find yourself in now you cannot move on to a new level if you are satisfied with where your life is then you cannot move to another level because there are many people who are finding themselves in a certain level a certain state of life which is not good yet they are satisfied with it there are people who are living in poverty, yet they are satisfied, so they can't change it. There are people who are living single life, they are satisfied, they can't change it. You must come to the point where you will be uncomfortable with the level you find yourself. Once you are not satisfied, you will try to do something about it. So Jabez became uncomfortable. And Jabez decided to do something about it. And what did Jabez do? The Bible says, Jabez called on the name of the Lord. Jabez cried unto the Lord. Jabez is Jabez prayed. Jabez And he said, God changed my situation. God changed my level. Hallelujah. Amen. And Bible makes us understand. Jabez prayed and prayed and prayed until God granted him. His request. Now this one, I'm just speaking about two keys. I'll give you the first key. And the second key is that pray until something happens. Pray until you see a change in your level or your situation. Jabez prayed. He cried unto God. And God granted his request. You see, sometimes when we read Bible, because the Bible has been divided into verses and chapters, you think that the verse that follows happened maybe immediately or the same day or within the same week. But many times, from verse 1 to verse 2, maybe the distance about 10 years. We are reading the book of Exodus. When you read Exodus chapter 1, it talks about Jacob, Joseph, and his brethren. When you read verse 2, in verse 1, you see that there was a Pharaoh who rose up, started 
persecuting the children of Israel. And then, in chapter 2, you saw that Moses was born. You see, when you realize that, chapter 1, chapter 2, you think that, oh, when Pharaoh rose up, now within a week, within one year, Moses was born. But from chapter, from Exodus chapter 1 to Exodus chapter 2, took more than 300 years. From chapter 1 to chapter 2 is about 300 years. So Jabez prayed and he prayed until God answered his prayers and granted his request. So when we come to Isaiah chapter 62 from verse 1 the prophet Isaiah was speaking. He said for Zion's sake will I not hold my peace? And for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until the righteousness thereof Go forth as brightness. And the salvation thereof as a lamb that burneth. Isaiah saw that Jerusalem was in a particular state. Jerusalem was at a level that Isaiah did not like. And Isaiah wanted to see a change in the level and situation of Jerusalem. And Isaiah spoke and he said, For Zion's sake, for Jerusalem's sake, I will not hold my peace. I will not rest until I see a change. Until I see a change. You must pray until you see a change. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, what I've realized is that many of us recognize that the state in which we find ourselves is not very good. We don't like the state, but we are not desperate enough to pray until we see a change. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't have that very strong desire to pray until we see a change. Many of us get easily discouraged. Many of us get easily frustrated. Many of us get easily depressed. After we have prayed one day, one week, now fasted 14 days, fasted on the one day, prayed for one month, prayed for one year, and we don't see a change, then we stop. We are tired. And then we become angry with God. Say, so I won't pray again. You know, I realized something. Many women whose husbands are not treating them well. They don't like it. And I've spoken to many women at Atiti, and one thing I realized is that when they noticed a change, initial change in the behavior of their husbands, they started praying for their husbands 
after some time, they became angry and said, I won't pray for him again. Many Some of us, we are making God to rest. The angels are resting. Why? Because we are so prayer. Maybe you are looking for a job. Your work is so going on well. And then they do fasting. 21 days fasting. 40 days fasting. 14 days fasting. And then you don't see anything in the court of the year. When they said this week we are doing fasting and prayer, I won't fast again. Hallelujah. Amen. And this week we are having fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell us this week we are having fasting and prayer. And this week we are having our internal revival. Yeah. So we will come preach and then pray. And by the grace of God, we have mighty men and women in the house. International men and women of God. Who are going to stand and preach. And then lead us in prayer. And throughout this week, we expect that you will be present. You are expected to be present this week. From Monday to Friday, we are meeting here every evening at 7. So let me start knowing that this week is internal revival. She must be present from Monday to Friday. Because let me tell you something. You know, sometimes we don't value certain things. But we are having fire for fire. Somebody might think that the ministers coming from outside. Pray until something happens. Pray 
until you see a change. If you don't see a change, don't stop praying. You see, in Isaiah 62 verse 8, it says, the Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength, surely I will no more give thy come to be meat for thy enemies. And the sons of the strangers shall not drink thy wine for the which thou hast labored. In the the children of Israel had received a prophetic word from the Lord. And the Lord says that I will no more give your substance to strangers. So I knew that they have a prophetic word. And Isaiah took the prophetic word. And Isaiah was praying about it. And he said, I will not be silent until the word that God has spoken comes to pass. There are many of us we have also received prophetic words that God is going to do great things. God is going to cause us to marry. God is going to cause us to give birth to children. God will cause us to travel. God will make us great. And many of us, after hearing the prophetic word, we are lying down, we are sleeping. And we are saying, oh, if God has said it, it will come to pass. But let me tell you something. God can say it. If you don't work on it, it will not come to pass. Tell me what I said. Give me First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18 on the screen. First Timothy chapter 1, the verse 18. First Timothy chapter Timothy 1, the verse 18, 1, 8. Paul was speaking to Timothy. And look at what Paul said to his son Timothy. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before thee. I have given you this charge and this counsel. Timothy, Timothy, based on the prophetic word that you received, according to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Paul said, Timothy, my son, you have received prophetic words. And because you have received them, do warfare with the word. Do warfare with the word. Look, when you receive a prophetic word, you war with it. You pray with it until you see the manifestation. You know why? You see the prophetic word will show you the will of God for your life. That this is what God wants your life to be like. Hallelujah. Amen. But you have to enforce it on this earth. When the Lord speaks concerning your life or your future and you don't enforce it by prayer it will not come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me, let me use this to explain to you. You see, God created the earth. He is the owner of the earth. And 
And God gave the earth to man. So God as the landlord and man as the tenant, God cannot come into the house without your permission. For example, Biniwa has built a nice house and she will build a nice house. Amen. And Amen. maybe Amen. I go to rent the house. Amen. But I will not rent the house. Say <laughs> Me see me 70 bedroom house. No? Okay. Now apostle Abba. Now Abba say. Me man the dining bar. Could down crab bar. Could I want to know. Hallelujah. And the room has contained toilet and bathroom. Me dining bia toilet and bathroom. Hallelujah. Amen. So Biniwa has built the house. And until Biniwa was sifi. She is the landlady. I have come to rent the house. Maba Abba begi dining the tenant. Me am in the tenant. I have paid two years advance. My money two years advance. I'm in the house. Me will fear her. Can Biniwa, the landlord, just get up any day and enter the house and enter my bedroom and other rooms and say she's going to search the room? Can she do that? Biniwa, that no sorry and no pa was say ah, me na me fear no achini, no achini. I said, can she do that? Why can't she do that? She's a landlady. Me am in the fear. She built the house. One one no see. She's the owner of the house. But why can't she just enter? Because he has rented it to me. Before she can enter the bedroom or the hall, unless I give her permission, and although the house belongs to her. And it's the same with God. God has created the heavens and the earth. God has rented the earth to you and to me. And because of that, God cannot come in until we invite him. Hallelujah. Amen. So John Wesley the founder of the Methodist Church. In one of his books, he wrote and he said, It looked like God would do nothing until men pray. If men do not pray, then God would do nothing. Hallelujah! Amen. In Matthew 7, 7, the Bible says, ask and you'll be given. Seek, you will find. Knock, it shall be opened. Why should I ask? Doesn't God know everything? Then I said, God doesn't know everything. Kofi, doesn't God know everything? He knows everything. So why should I ask? God knows everything. He knows what I need. He knows that I need a job. He knows that I need customers. He knows customers. that I need a husband or wife. If God knows everything, if you like, don't ask. Tell us if you like, don't ask. God knows everything. He knows that Persiba needs a husband. But if you don't ask, you won't get. If you don't seek, you will not find. If you don't knock, the door will not be open. 
It looks like God will do nothing. Except men pray. If you don't pray, you won't see results. The reason why many of us are not seeing a change, are not seeing results, is because we are not desperate enough. You already discouraged. You are already angry with God. You say God, it keeps too long. So you have stopped praying. Sit down there. Hallelujah. Amen. In 1 Kings chapter 18, come with me to 1 Kings. Chapter 18. The prophet Elijah had prayed that there will be no rain. And Bible says, for three and a half years, there was no rain. And then in 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 1, God himself gave Elijah a prophetic word. Hallelujah. Amen. And it came to pass after many days. That the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab. And I will send rain upon the earth. So God himself has spoken to Elijah. Go and show yourself to King Ahab. And I, the Lord, will send rain. That is a direct prophetic word. Somebody open your eyes. That is a direct prophetic word. Hallelujah. Amen. If the man of God is preaching, you close your eyes, there's a probability you will sleep. So open your eyes and see me. So that I can also see you. You see me, I see you. You see me, I see you. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Elijah received a prophetic word. Just as many of us have received prophetic words. Go and show yourself to can help. And I will send red. Elijah went to show himself. To can Elijah confronted the prophets of Baal. God was the mighty work. God sent down fire. Hallelujah. Amen. And yet after all this, Elijah has prophesied. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Rain is coming. But still, there was no rain. There was no rain. Elijah said to Ahab, come to the verse 41. 1 Kings 18. Verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up. Sorry. Eat and drink. For there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. So Elijah. If the Lord has given you a word and you yourself you are prophesied I hear the sound of abundance of rain you told Ahab go and eat and drink you do Elijah you do why don't you go and eat and drink why don't you 
also go into dreams. But Elijah knew the principle that when God speaks, you need to enforce it by prayer. And nothing will happen until you pray. The Lord can speak but if you don't pray there are two things that will happen either the manifestation will delay or it will not happen at all because you see God told Abraham that the children of Israel will be in slavery for 400 years. But for 400 years, they were in slavery. They didn't escape. It took them 430 years. 30 more years. 30 more years. Before the prophetic word came to pass. Why? Because God has spoken. But they needed to cry unto God. They needed to pray until something happens. Let me show you something. Come with you to Exodus. I'll come back to this scripture. come with you to Exodus. Chapter 2. Exodus 2. Exodus chapter 2. Let me read from 23. Look at something. 23. Look at something. And it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died. And the children of Israel signed by reason of the bondage. And they cried. And their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. Chapter 3, verse 7. God was speaking to Moses. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry by reason of their tax masters. For I know their sorrows. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All the time when the Israelites were in bondage, and slavery. Didn't God see it? God said, I've seen it. God was seeing it. But God didn't do anything. Until the Bible said, the Israelites cried. Until the Israelites became uncomfortable with their level. And they are and they cried unto the Lord. They still stayed in bondage. Though the 400 years came, they were still in bondage because they were saying, God has said it. It will come to pass. God has said it. 400 years. God has said it. 405. God has said it. 420. God has said it. 430. They cried unto the Lord. Don't let anybody 
deceive you. If God has said it, so it will come to pass. No, 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 no. You need to enforce it. You know, when we were in school, there was a young girl and one of our fellowship leaders spoke to her and told her that, look, when you are going to sleep, pray because there are forces that attack people in their then one day she was asleep, she had a dream. Somebody attacked her. She got her, she was very sick. Then she called the leader. Please come and pray for me. The leader said, When you sleep, you sleep because the hand of the Lord is upon you. Don't take this life for granted. Prayer is the key to enforce the rule of God on this earth. Let that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You are to enforce the rule of God. If God speaks and you don't enforce it by prayer, you might not see the manifestation. So Elijah, God spoke to him that show yourself I will send rain. Elijah showed himself he was not seeing rain. So Bible says in 1 Kings 18 42 so Ahab went out to eat and to drink. You see let me tell you people who don't have prophetic word can eat and drink. People who don't want to see a change in their lives can eat and drink. But if you want to see a change, if you want to see a change in your marital status, you want to see a change in your level, you cannot just eat and drink. You must rise up and pray. Ahab was eating and drinking. But Elijah went up to the top of Camel. And he cast himself upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now. Look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. Elijah what a prophetic word not from a prophet directly from God and yet he was not seeing results hallelujah Amen. so Elijah started praying he sent the servant see whether you see a sign the servant came back I don't see anything he kept on praying he kept on praying Bible didn't tell us how many hours how many days? How many months? How many years? Elijah prayed. But Elijah did not stop praying. Elijah did not stop praying. Until he saw a sign. Why have you stopped praying? Why have you stopped praying about your situation? Why have you stopped praying about that situation? And you say I'm tired. Don't get tired. 
That's all. Don't get tired. Tell the person, go and pray again. Tell the person, go and pray again. Elijah sent. Go for the second time. The servant went. He came back. I don't see anything. There is no change. Elijah was praying. Elijah was praying. Elijah was praying. After some time, he sent him. Go and look again. For the third time, I see nothing. He was still praying. Why have you stopped praying? Why have you stopped praying? You want to have a child. You have prayed one year. You have prayed two years. You have fasted. And you are not seeing anything. And you are so prayer. You are so fasting. No! Pray until something happens. For Zion's sake, I will not have my peace. I will not rest until I see a change. You see, I realize many of us in this church, we don't pray enough. You don't pray enough. Because you see, for Christianity, we have levels. Babies. Kindergarten and, uh, and uh, nursery. Then primary. Then it is babies. Those who are in nursery and kindergarten, they, they have to pray a minimum of one hour a day. And what Christosumuno, you have church off, one you have primary four, you have so if you're a believer and you pray less than one hour a day, you are not even in nursery. Tell the one is what I said. You see, if you are looking for something from God, you must be ready to pay the price. If you don't pay the price, in fasting and prayers, you will see a change. Many people, their prophetic word has delayed. Because their prayer is not enough. Yesterday I was here. I prayed for around eight hours. I prayed for about eight hours. Look at me. I am married. I have my wife. I have my children. I have a car. I have a house. I am blessed. And I am praying about eight hours. And you, you are not married. You have no child. Your job is so good. And you are praying less than one hour. I just said, Your face is not right. Your face is not right. Your face is not right. Your face is not Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, when you you, if you are in this church, you are looking for a change. You must not pray less than three hours a day. Every woman in this church who is not married and you are eager to get married, you must not pray less than three hours a day. Every woman in this church you don't have a child. You want to have a child. You must not pray less than three hours a day. Every man in this church you want to have a wife. You want to get married. That God no wants to get married. You must not pray less than three hours a day. If I that is married 
I have a very beautiful wife. A very succulent wife. Hallelujah. Amen. I have children. I have a house. I have a car. I'm blessed. And yet I'm praying. What am I praying for? I'm praying for the church. I'm praying for anointing. I'm praying for souls. I'm praying for you. I that have no problem. I'm praying for Queen Star. Oh Lord, give Queen Star a husband. God's Queen Star to get married. And then Queen Star, she's way less than one hour. Her is not right. Hallelujah. I'm praying for Josephine. I'm praying for Pesiba. You see, when I come here, I spend hours praying. I call names. God, I'm praying for George. God, I'm praying for Ni. I'm praying for Quinsta. I'm praying for Pesiba. I'm praying for Pat. I'm praying for Soso and So. And I'm crying here. Praying. And then you are eating. And then you are drinking. Well, Your face is not right. What it what did when I believe strongly. There are some of the people here, some of the women there should have married longer. But your marriage has delayed. You know why? You are not desperate enough to pray enough. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not desperate. Hallelujah. You are not desperate. You don't really want a change. Change doesn't just come. Hallelujah. Jesus says something. Matthew 7, 21. He said, however, this one doesn't go. Except by fasting and prayer. There are certain situations that will never change. Until you fast and pray. So my brother, my sister. Get up your loins. Get up your loins and rise up. I said, Every woman in this church you are not married, you must not pray less than three hours a day. Hallelujah. Amen. As soon as Zion traveled, as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. You cannot have your children without travel. This church was built by prayer. I'm telling you. Change will come with prayer. So somebody like Mafia who worships me, she must not pray less than three hours a day. Well, be to say Mafia, Prosper must so pray less than three hours a day. David and uh, 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 Dixon, who wants to get married this year or next year, you shouldn't pray less than three hours a day. And because Dixon, let me tell you something: you can have a beloved, and yet your wedding will come off. Dixon, to where you are, person, worry, you know that. You know that. And since I was born, pain and pain, and then you know that. You can have a beloved. You can prepare for your wedding two days before your wedding. Your beloved will die. Haven't you heard something before? So the fact that you have a beloved doesn't mean that the wedding will come off. I don't know what word of four. I wouldn't say one inch. Let's say our dear Nebasso. You can you can arrange everything. On the day that you are going to have your wedding, the car that you are going to sit in, chonyo chonyo into a spark. I'm telling you. Let me say something before. 
I'm telling you you started a car. They started a car to know to know to know. God that had gone for 17, nothing was wrong with it. They brought another car. They came to start. When he entered the they had to go to the roadside and a taxi. And they came with a taxi. And the taxi broke. There are things in the world, though. I said there are things in the world. On your, the day of your wedding can rain heavily. Why if we share that one again so and nobody will come? Will be a Emma. I'm telling you, I can't So rise up and pray. And not the sovereign of for your situation to change. Pray for yourself. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Pray for your children. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your church. That God will bring a change. Until you pray. You will not see a change. So pray until something happens. Some of you, your prayer life must change. Percy Bell's prayer life must change. Queen's prayer life must change. Anna's prayer life must change. George's prayer life must change. Pass prayer life must change. Pinny West's prayer life must change. Adumet's prayer life must change. Yes. Nice prayer life must change. I don't know if you whether he has a beloved yet. I, I learned the father is looking for one for him. Pray. That's what pray. Until something happens. Pray. Until there's a change. Whatever you have been praying for, that you are frustrated and you have stopped. Go back. Just want to go back. Tell us, go back and go and pray again. And go and pray again. Because when you pray, God is a prayer answering God. You will answer your prayer and your situation will change. Some of you this year, your testimony must be heard. You didn't say amen. Amen. Your amen is a weak amen. Some of you, your testimony must be heard this amen. year. Who am I talking to? What is the name of that person? Are you sure it is you? Are you sure it is you? Amen. Then get up and pray. We have closed. If you are here, you have been giving your life to Jesus. You know that you are not born again. You know that if you die today, you don't go to heaven. But you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift your right hand and stand up so I can pray with you. You don't know when you are going to die. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. You want to give your life to Jesus? Stand up on your feet. Right hand. Let me pray with you. If you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, 
And you want to give your life to Jesus. Then lift your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died at Calvary for my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that you are alive forevermore. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood that flowed at Calvary. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. From today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today in Jesus' name. If you said this prayer, I believe you are born again. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, find a Bible-believing church and attend. If you want to join our church, we are United Christian Ministries International. We have branches all over Accra and beyond. But we are coming to you now from our Dansoman branch, which is close to the Dansoman Malcolm. If you come, we shall receive it open hands. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.